Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean O' Lion Media presents Pregnancy Pearls. Meet Dr. Nicole Plenty, a double board certified OBGYN and high risk pregnancy expert. She's brilliant, well researched, and feisty. Growing tired of seeing complications of pregnancy that could have been prevented, she wanted a way to empower women through knowledge because, as she says, all doctors aren't created equal. This quest to educate women birthed this podcast, Pregnancy Pearls, with Dr. Plenty. Thanks for listening to Pregnancy Pearls Podcast with me, Dr. Nicole Plenty. Happy New Year! I cannot believe we made it to 2022. I know if you're like me, you thought 2021 would never end, right? But, you know, unfortunately, we're starting 2022 with higher numbers than we've ever seen with this pandemic. So please, please, please stay safe out there so that you can remain COVID-free. And hopefully you've gotten vaccinated because you've listened to my previous episodes about the COVID-19 vaccine. And we will have another episode with the co- about the COVID-19 vaccine coming up pretty soon since we have obviously a lot of updates since I did the vaccination episode previously. Hopefully you had an amazing New Year's celebration and a very happy holiday season. With all of the celebrating, a lot of my postpartum moms have been doing a little New Year's sipping. Yep, y'all have been uh, or wanting to at least drink. And I can tell by the questions that you've asked me. So we need to chat about drinking while breastfeeding and when to pump and dump. So although we didn't talk about this before the New Year celebration, I still think it's a good time to talk about when to pump and dump, particularly before any other holidays come up, like Valentine's holiday, when more wine and champagne will be flowing. If you've just delivered or you're planning to deliver soon, know that pretty much everything that you eat accumulates in the breast milk. So that's why if your baby's having GI issues or is extremely fussy after breastfeeding, your physician or lactation consultant will likely have you adjust your diet. So I remember when I was breastfeeding my son Harrison, his GI tract was so sensitive So everything I ate, it was like making him like super fussy. So the first thing I was told was to cut out cheese. Y'all, I love cheese. I mean, this is how you know that the love and the bond that you get from having these children will make you sacrifice the things that you love. Y'all, I love cheese. But I was told to cut out cheese. And then when limiting that didn't work, I had to cut out dairy altogether. Okay. I'm talking about milk, milkshakes, eggs, cheese, all of it, right? Because they thought that maybe he's lactose intolerant, okay? And maybe he is having a hard time breaking down um, 
lactose, which is, you know, in dairy. So adjusting your diet to figure out what your baby is sensitive to can be extremely difficult. And I have some patients I tell, you know, you might want to cut back on this or that. They're like, uh, Dr. Plenty, I can't go without this or that. I can't go without chocolate. I can't go without cheese. Okay. Well, with alcohol, we don't have to guess with that. Okay. We don't have to guess if that's going to be harmful or not. Okay. So we know that you should not drink because we know it's going to be in the breast milk. It's not a guess. It, it will end up in the breast milk. So depending on the amount and the concentration of the alcohol, some of it will end up there. So we as physicians tend to say, if you drink, then pump and dump afterwards. So what do we mean by pumping and dumping? Just that. If you drink, instead of allowing your baby to latch to the breast, we want you to pump with your breast pump instead of having the baby latch. And instead of saving that breast milk, we want you to dump it. Dump it where, Dr. Plenty? Down the sink, in the toilet, wherever it is, not in that storage bag and not in the refrigerator. We want you to discard of it. We want you to throw it away. Yes, I said it. And I know that breast milk is literally liquid gold, okay? Don't believe me? Go look at the price of donor milk, okay? It's ridiculously expensive. So when I had trouble breastfeeding, we had to get donor milk. And so we had to buy these four-ounce bottles. And for enough to last us for one week, one week, do you know how much I paid for this donor milk? Y'all, it was over $150 for the week's worth of donor milk. We're talking about... 20, 30 ounces. I mean, not a lot of ounces. I mean, your baby initially at birth is going to drink literally like 10 cc's. Okay. At a time. So that four ounce bottle can last us several feedings. And you're talking about $150, $150, $160. I mean, I told my husband, listen, we can't support. This is a bad drug habit right here. It's a bad habit. We can't keep on supporting it. So I don't know. I don't know really off the top of my head how much an ounce of gold is. Okay. But I'm going to put the comparison on social media so we can see it really is like liquid gold. So I can see why we don't really ever want to pump and dump if you don't have to. Because you've taken hard work to get those couple of ounces. But sometimes it's the safest thing to do. The levels of breast milk are highest 30 to 60 minutes after consuming an alcoholic beverage and can be detected in breast milk two to three hours after one drink, okay? Now, mind you, the concentration is not one-to-one, okay? Usually, if you your baby in the, in the accumulation of breast milk is about a tenth of what you consume. So it's not like your baby is going to get exactly the same amount, but your baby doesn't need exactly the same amount to get a buzz, okay? So we don't want to cause our babies to get drunk because of what they've consumed in the breast milk, okay? The more you drink and the higher the concentration of alcohol that you drink, the higher the alcohol levels are in the breast milk. So alcohol is detectable for four to five hours after two drinks and approximately six to eight hours after three drinks. So these times are approximate, okay? Sometimes people can metabolize alcohol faster or they can tend to metabolize alcohol slower. And a lot of this can, uh, depends on your tolerance as well as your BMI as well. Okay. So that's why they're approximate. Now that you know, you should do better, right? Realistically, we tell people to pump and dump. If you've been drinking for several hours, we're going to tell you to pump and dump for 24 hours. Okay. 
But if you've only consumed one drink, you can see that maybe you don't have to pump and dump. And it's not like pumping is going to make you get rid of the alcohol content faster. That's a myth, okay? So it's not like, oh, I'm going to drink alcohol and I'm going to pump this one time and now the milk, you know, is going to be cleaner with the next pump. No, if it's still been within two to three hours of the first drink, it's still there because it's going to depend on your blood alcohol level. If it's time for you to pump, we don't want you to sit there and become engorged waiting for your blood alcohol level to go down because that creates a whole different problem. Okay, engorgement is bad. Then if you get infected, that's bad. So we want you to keep on your regular schedule. And that's why if it's time for you to pump and it's within that time frame of you having those drinks, then you need to discard it or, or dump. So now that we know a little bit more about pumping and dumping, let's go to our medical intern with some cases. Our first case is a 31-year-old who is four months postpartum. She recently had knee surgery and was prescribed hydrocodone for pain. She's been trying to avoid it for fear that it will cause her baby to be too drowsy. She was referred for consultation about medication risk in breastfeeding. Okay, so this is really common when you have surgeries that you get some type of opiate or hydrocodone, whether that's Tylenol mixed with hydrocodone. So um, uh, so you're talking about like a Norco or a Percocet, which is hydrocodone or oxycodone respectively. This is, these are very common medications. Can they cross into the breast milk? Well, they can, but the concentration that crosses into them are so negligible but that they have not been found to cause any harm. Think about it. If you're somebody that had a C-section, which obviously you did not, you must have had a vaginal delivery because you don't remember consuming any hydrocodone. But if you had a C-section, you know that we commonly prescribe Norco or Percocet after surgery, okay, those are stronger medications to try to alleviate that post-op pain. And that's hydrocodone. It's super common to prescribe. We do not tell moms after they've had a C-section not to breastfeed. And we can't limit that pain medicine because they're in real pain. So as long as you have standard dosing, meaning you're taking the uh, five or 10 milligram doses, 510 or 7.5 milligram doses um, mixed with or without Tylenol or Motrin, then it should be safe for you to continue breastfeeding without having to pump and dump. Now, if you're somebody that has chronic pain and you're taking a really, really high dose of hydrocodone or you're following a pain medicine, a pain management plan, where you have to take a certain amount uh, of high dose for a limited amount of time, um, then you need to consult your doctor with whether or not that's safe. Because the higher the dose, obviously the higher the concentration potentially in the breast milk. We know that hydrocodone is expressed very little in the breast milk, so it tends to be safe. But I can't say that as super high concentrations of hydrocodone. So you would need to consult your physician or your, your baby's pediatrician to make sure that you don't have to pump and dump. And usually if you're having a surgery on your knee, then usually you're only taking it as needed. Okay, so you should need less and less of it as you get further and further out of the pregnancy, uh, excuse me, out of the surgery. Now I say that, but if you're going to physical therapy for your knee surgery, sometimes you may need to take some type of pain medicine before or after your physical therapy again. But again, if it's a standard dose, then it should be okay. 
Okay, if it's not a standard dose, then talk to your baby's pediatrician or your OBGYN about whether or not that's going to continue to be safe in breastfeeding. The case pearl for this case is the use of hydrocodone in standard doses are considered safe during breastfeeding. Okay, if you're using a higher dose, please consult your baby's pediatrician or lactation specialist for um, further recommendations. All right, medical intern, what's our second case? Our second case is a 23-year-old who is four weeks postpartum. She celebrated her anniversary last night. When she woke up this morning, she breastfed her baby as usual, not remembering that she should be pumping and dumping. She consumed three glasses of wine between the hours of 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. and fed her baby at 5 a.m. and again at 8 a.m. She wants to know what harm this will cause the baby and what symptoms she should look for in her baby that should prompt her to take the baby to the hospital. Okay, so first of all, anytime this happens, like you consumed alcohol and then you breastfed your baby, you should always alert your pediatrician to let them know, hey, this is what I did so that they can be aware so that if your baby has symptoms, they know exactly what to do. Okay, so one, I think you should contact your pediatrician, let them know. But two, breathe a little bit. You've only consumed three glasses of wine and those three glasses of wine were consumed six to eight hours before you breastfed your baby at 5 a.m. Okay, so seven hours if you want to be exact based on your time frame. So usually three glasses of wine, that's going to stay, like we already said, within the system for about six to eight hours. So you're at the seven hour mark. So it's sort of like, eh, you know, do you have a little bit left over in your breast milk? Maybe, but there's a high chance that there's not really enough that's significant to cause any symptoms at all in your baby. So I think that you should relieve yourself of the mind gift guilt and know that it's going to be okay. Like breathe for a second. There's a lot of people that have a glass of wine at night and luckily your baby sleeps through the whole night and then woke up at 5 a.m. the next morning and you did what you do as a routine, right? You reached over, you got the baby, you last the baby, you put the baby back down. You uh, three hours later, the baby wanted to feed again. You reached over, you grabbed the baby, you last the baby. Because that's what you're used to doing is feeding that baby very often. But it looks like your baby must sleep for a span at, through the night. Either that or you were knocked out and your husband got up and fed your baby a bottle in the middle of the night from your, your pumped milk that you had before. Okay, either way, I'm not judging you because your baby's alive, okay? But you, you're probably okay that you didn't pump and dump since it has been so long since you had the baby latch. But the things that you're going to be looking for, if all of a sudden your baby starts spitting up a lot, that's a sign that you need to take your baby in. If your baby uh, develops difficulty being aroused, and I say that, but you know how a baby is at four weeks. They're going to sleep a lot, okay? But your baby should be waking up like clockwork every three to four hours to feed. And right now, it seems like your baby has. You fed your baby at five. And you woke up because your baby was probably ready to feed again at eight. So to me, that shows me that your baby is not having difficulty being aroused because babies that have difficulty being aroused. They're sleepy. You're having to literally yeah, wake up, wake up, little Timmy. Time to eat. Oh, he's not latching. OK, let's wake up. Let's walk the baby to wake the baby up. You're not doing that. Babies that have don't want to eat. OK, your baby's not eating. Your baby's not having uh, wet diapers because the baby is not eating. You may think the baby's latching, but the baby's not eating. So you don't have as many wet stools. You don't have, uh, you know, as many, you know, 
poopy stools. Those are things you should alert your pediatrician like, hey, my baby's not having normal bowel function. My baby's not really eating. Um, I drank some alcohol. I think maybe my baby has, you know, gotten some alcohol through my breast milk. What should I do? Okay. So those are symptoms. But if your baby's acting normal, your baby is feeding on a regular schedule, your baby has wet and stool diapers like normal, then probably nothing to worry about. But like I say, I will always alert the pediatrician to say, hey, listen, I had some alcohol, I didn't pump and dump. Now, if you had waited eight whole hours, like if you breastfed, like bottle fed the baby during that eight hour period, then you're probably okay. Now, if you consumed alcohol like all night long, then you probably need to wait the whole 24 hours before you decide to let the baby latch. But three drinks, eight hours, it's pretty typical. If ever in denial, like you don't remember what time you drank, then pump and dump for 24 whole hours, okay? And there should never be, because some people are like, I mean, what, what if I drink the next day? You should not be drinking every day. Like, let's, let's go back. Like, we should not have drinks every day when we're breastfeeding, okay? But if there's a celebration, then yes, wait, wait a certain amount of hours, depending on how much you drank. And if you don't know how much you've consumed or if you consumed hard liquor, then wait the 24 hours. But always talk to your baby's pediatrician or your OBGYN to make sure. The case pearl for this case is somnolence, vomiting, difficulty arousing your baby should all prompt you to take your baby to the hospital if you think that you have not had an adequate amount of time of pumping and dumping and you've consumed alcohol. All right, medical intern, what's our emailed case for today? This one says, Dr. Plenty, I've been told that alcohol can increase my breast milk production. A friend told me that she would consume a beer a week to help her breast milk production and did not dump after pumping. I'm concerned about that because I've always heard that I would need to pump and dump if I had a drink. But if I pump and dump after consuming alcohol, will that ultimately increase my milk production? Don't believe everything your friends say, okay? That will get you in trouble. Googling stuff will get you in trouble. Following a Facebook group that is not Pregnancy Pearls with Dr. Plenty will get you in trouble. Okay, if you have a question, you ask a healthcare professional that does this, okay? It is not okay to consume alcohol and not pump and dump. Let's start there. If you consume alcohol, you are correct, you need to pump and dump. It is a straight up myth that drinking helps increase breast milk uh, production. No, it does not. It does not. Now, there are some people that say, hey, Malta, which has fermented products, like a fermented milkshake, okay, does not have alcohol content. But Malta is like a fuzzy milkshake, if you will, that a lot of people from Cuba drink and they swear it helps increase breast milk production. That is because of the fat content, okay? Because it's like a fatty milkshake, okay? So you do need to drink more calories breastfeeding than you did even while you're pregnant. In pregnancy, you should consume 300 more calories a day. When you're breastfeeding, you should consume 500 more calories a day, okay? You need to consume almost twice as much breastfeeding, twice as much more breastfeeding than you did while you were pregnant, okay? So to get that extra calories in, get those extra calories in, people do things like drink these milkshakes, okay? That is not like drinking a beer, okay? We do not want to drink anything with alcohol content in it. That does not help, okay? So 
Even if you say, I'm going to drink the alcohol to increase my production and then I'm going to pump and dump because now my production is going to overall increase. No, just continue breastfeeding on your typical schedule. You need to be pumping or having the baby latch every three to four hours to make sure your breast milk production That's definitely crucial in that four to six weeks to make sure that your breast milk production stays plentiful, okay? But you do not need to drink alcohol. That will not, not, not help, okay? Not help. So that's a myth. Your friend is absolutely wrong. All right, medical intern, any other email cases? Oh, we're shaking our head. Yes, we have an additional email case. Y'all like this topic? (laughs) So this one says, Dr. Plenty, I was recently diagnosed with the flu and prescribed Tamiflu. However, I'm breastfeeding my three-month-old baby. Is Tamiflu safe to take while breastfeeding? So that's a really good question, especially now that people, more and more people are getting the flu. Even if you're vaccinated, you can still get the flu. I mean, that's just what it is. And if your symptoms are within, if you present within 48 hours of your symptoms, then yes, we will prescribe you Tamiflu. Yes, it is safe for you to breastfeed with Tamiflu. If your baby got the flu, we would give your baby Tamiflu. Okay, so it's definitely very safe for you to take your Tamiflu. And we want you to take your Tamiflu so that you can feel better. The other thing that you need to make sure you do if you have the flu and you're breastfeeding is stay hydrated because people with the flu really don't want to eat and you don't want to drink. And if you're not keeping your caloric intake elevated, then you all of a sudden your milk production will go down. You're like, oh my God, I'm not producing any milk. Well, that's because you're not eating and drinking. So you need to stay hydrated, continue to eat several small meals throughout the day to keep your energy level as well as keeping your breast supply up. And also don't fall off of your pumping schedule you might feel like trash but we want you to continue to pump will your baby get the flu from breast breast milk no okay your baby will actually get some antibodies as well as some of the tamiflu okay through the breast milk so we want you to continue to have your baby latch while you have the flu obviously we want to make sure you're taking precautions okay washing your hands, covering your mouth. And the flu is different than COVID, right? So if you have COVID, we want you to put a mask on your face while you're breastfeeding your baby. If you have the flu, honestly, those droplets are heavy. Okay, so if you sneeze in your hand, those droplets are in your hand, you're going to sanitize. They're not going to say suspended in the air for a prolonged period of time like COVID does where your baby can breathe in COVID particles, okay? The flu is heavy. You sneeze, the droplets go to the floor, okay? That's why you cover your mouth You cover your mouth with your hands or your elbow or the inside of your elbow with the flu and that's plentiful, okay? And then you're gonna wash those surfaces afterwards. That's enough, okay? You don't necessarily have to wear a mask around your baby with the flu, but you do wanna make sure your baby doesn't get the flu, which means that you need to make sure your breast is cleansed, like wipe your breast off before you allow the baby to latch. Make sure that you're washing your hands. If you are sneezing or coughing a lot, then you you may wanna wear a mask if you are afraid that you're gonna constantly sneeze or cough on your baby. But before COVID, we weren't doing any of that, okay? And you will give your baby some antibodies through the breast milk. All right, medical intern, any other questions about my mom wanting to drink? <laughs> no, okay, great. So thanks so much for listening to Pregnancy Pearls Podcast. I hope that you've learned more about pumping and dumping. And I also hope that you had a happy New Year celebration. And I pray that this year is the best year for you guys and that you share all of your pregnancy stories and all your baby pictures with me and share your journey um, because I'm here for you and I'm rooting for you. And if you need anything, I am always here. 
So if you or someone you know has had a pregnancy complication or unique pregnancy situation, let me know about it. Email me at pregnancypros at gmail.com to hear your topic or case discussed on one of our podcast episodes. Also, remember to follow me on Instagram at pregnancy underscore pearls and Facebook at pregnancy pearls. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash pregnancy pearls with Dr. Pliny for more quick talks about pregnancy complications. In closing, remember to advocate for yourself. You are your biggest advocate and no one knows what's going on with your body except for you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Pregnancy Pearls is hosted by Dr. Nicole Lee Plenty. Produced by Nicole Plenty and Janine Brunson Johnson. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find Pregnancy Pearls on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and rate. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice for diagnosis or treatment of individual medical conditions. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with specific questions regarding a medical condition. Pregnancy Pearls is a mean old lion media production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.